Hey there, Crosswinds family and friends. Uh, This podcast is going out on New Year's Eve, so you're either listening to it on New Year's Eve or shortly thereafter. Uh, If you're new to our podcast, you know that each week, uh, you're going to know that each week we're dedicated to bringing the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers to you, hopefully in ways that are practical and accessible. I'm Craig Cooper. I'm the host of the podcast as well as lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. Uh, Every week I like to get a shout out to Elijah Merrill, our producer, and like to say, anything that goes well is because of him. Anything that goes wrong, well, I'll take that responsibility. Thank you for being patient with me. Well, this is a special episode where we're going to be spending some time with some colleagues of mine and friends, and we they've been with me throughout part of the Christmas season, and, and certainly uh, here to record this podcast for New Year's Eve. Uh, Ryan Samuels, Creative Art Director here at Crosswinds, great to have you with us. Happy New Year. <laughs> we got... You wanted to make sure you got that out so no one else could yeah. really say it that way. I get it. I get it. we got, we got <laughs> Chris, an evil eye right Chris now. Taylor with us, who's uh, our family life pastor here at Crosswinds. Happy 2022. There you go. There you that go. Good one. And then we have Betty Ryan, executive pastor here at Crosswinds. Thank you for having us there all together just, here. That's yeah. the way to do it. Just, yeah. just sort of yeah. just come right out and say that. Well, you know, we've been trying something different uh, within the last uh, three episodes or so, and that's just having a group discussion. And I, I thought, you know, this is a time where people either do or do not make New Year's resolutions, but much talk is given to this idea of a New Year resolution. And my guess is the four of us uh, have have our own thoughts about New Year's resolutions. So we're just going to go around and, and and sort of what is our impression of a New Year's resolution? Uh, we could share maybe one we've made if we have, that we kept or didn't keep, whatever. Uh, we're just going to throw it out there. The question is, though, what is your impression of New Year's resolutions? And Ryan, start us out. New Year's resolutions. When I was, okay, when I was younger, I thought they were cool. But now... Now that you're an old man? Now that I'm an old man, you know, you know, now that I've been around the block a couple times, what are you, I... What are you, 26? 27. Okay. I'm 27 now. 27. Okay. Yeah. So you're 27, old man. Okay. Yeah. I Now I realize that it's just... You're just setting yourself up for failure, I find. Because <laughs> I, I tried it a lot when I was in middle school and high school, and I never stuck with it. I just... They just didn't... Stick. I don't know. I just couldn't do them. You know, and I, they were always the classic ones. You know, I've, I've always been a big guy, so they've always been. You know, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to hit this weight mark. I'm gonna try to do this, and it just never worked. It just never happened. So I don't know if it. If that is. So have you given up on them? Sure. Yeah. Maybe. No more. You know. Maybe. You know. Maybe when I get a little older. You know. Maybe like closer to Betty's age. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Okay. Maybe early early forties. You know. Who knows. I'll venture into the realm of resolutions again, but as of right now, I just I just feel like if I set them up, I can already mark it as an F because I'm not. I think I'm just gonna fail. I don't know. That could be part of the reason why they never really stuck. Yeah, I know. Has, you know, sort so of going late, into it that way is probably. Yeah, it's probably not a good mentality. Of, <laughs> of, I'm gonna fail this anyways, but I don't know. I'll lose 50 pounds. Here we go. Oh my goodness. So, okay, that's my impression of them. Betty, since Ryan picked on you, we'll, wow. go, we'll go to you. Yeah, next. I'm a little speechless here yeah, actually I what, as I get started. What, what do you even know. say? What do you even say? Uh, New Year's resolutions. I never have been really a New Year's resolution person. So. I think my my New Year's resolution would be to stay awake till midnight and just kind of 
You and my get wife, yeah, Krista would be the yeah. same one. I don't yeah. know if she's done that yet, but that would be a good yeah. one. Yeah, especially when the kids got older and they started staying awake. I remember one time we went to Vermont. But you would have a whole year. Like if, if you on New Year's mm-hmm. Eve or even New Year's Day made that resolution, you technically would have a whole year to prepare to tr- for that. To, That's to probably try a lot. stay awake. To train yeah. to stay awake to That's midnight. probably a lot easier as a resolution, that one-time resolution. That's true. A year long. Resolution. Yeah, it could be, but uh, wasn't. <laughs> so I don't know what what there is to say about that. We we went to Vermont one year skiing, and uh, all the kids we stayed in one room. Craziness, people on the floor. Went this one little tiny room because we made last minute reservations, and uh, I didn't even stay awake then. Kids went out to the lobby and celebrated, and uh, I didn't. So there you go. <laughs> all right, Chris. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll come on over to you. <laughs> what do you so got, Chris? Help us out here. Help us out. <laughs> I'm not going to because oh. you know, people are going to turn this podcast off. But, um, yeah, I've never really been big into New Year's resolutions either. I'm sure I've made some in the past, like Ryan said, but it's just never been something that I've, like, looked to New Year's Eve and, and, and the ball drop and saying, okay, flip of a switch, I'm going to change and be a different person. I've just never... I don't know why. You know, my wife seems to be more into it than I, I recall. A lot of times we travel at that time of year, and on the ride back, we're heading back, and it's New Year's, and she's like, while she's in the passenger seat, pulls out a notepad and like, let's make a lot of goals for our family. I'm like, oh, geez, here we go. Goals for the family. So she's into it. You should have had her on the podcast. Oh, she would have talked to you like, about now it. I know. More. Next year, I'll, 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 I'll yeah, have right. our, we'll, we'll, we'll our spouses do the podcast. Yes. That'd so. be the way to do that. Oh, that's funny. The one I kept one year was I said my New Year's resolution was not to make one. Perfect. I remember you saying that. Yeah, I think I did. That, 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 that was a and perfect. you did it. I didn't. Didn't make one, and, and I, said, that's I not could do that one. And felt very successful. You made one. I did, but I kept it. To not make one was to make one, but was to succeed in not making one. So it was yeah, just Chris. sort of a, an amazing. Uh, mm. moment of, of success in my life. And so that's a success story. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. An epic fail was was uh, inviting people on this show who don't make uh, <laughs> resolutions at all. Yeah. No, that, was, that would be yeah. my, yeah. my epic, epic fail. You don't yeah. fail any of the goals you never make. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> this is like, welcome to the anti-success podcast. <laughs> we're, we're here I to... mean, my epic fails are, are committing to one and then just never pursuing them. Well, I, I think, you know, I think Chris really, um, you know, or one of you said, uh, you know, the idea of I, I make this resolution and the next day something magical happens, right? I, I, I do think, you know, for me, my birthday's in July. And so, like, there's two times a year where I see a new start. Uh, the new year's a new start. And so there's a lot of work I'll do, you know, sort of your Christians talking about your wife, setting goals, those type of things. It's just a new start for me. My birthday, because, you know, it's another whole year, is another. So about, you know, just about six and a half months after New Year's is another time where I can sit down and just reflect and do that. And in that sense, it's helpful for me. But this idea that I'm just going to say something, like my resolution is I'm going to do this or not do that, no prep work. No plan, and it's just going to happen. You know that that's where I think a lot of the failure comes in. You know, you know, like Ryan, you you talked about you know the sort of weight yep. thing, and I, and I, I've had those in my life too. Where I go, you know, I'm just going to eat better. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then uh, there I am on on New Year's Day, eating like this big ham, one of my favorite things in the world to eat, and I'm like, well, I'll start tomorrow. The best, the best word. I'll start tomorrow. Though. Yeah, you know, and then by you know, as a year has passed, and, and the reality of it is, this idea of making a resolution without any 
planning on how you're going to do anything to make it a reality um, is really, I think, what sets most people up for failure and what frustrates them about New Year's resolutions is because that's what a lot of people do. They sit around and say, what is my New Year's resolution? And, you know, and if you ask the question, you'll annoy people. Oh, so what prep work have you done with that? Like, you know, I'm going to work out more. Well, what's that workout look like? Well, I don't know. I'm just going to show up at the gym. Well, what are you going to do when you get there? Well, wait a minute. Well, you know, I, the first step is getting in the gym. <laughs> no, the first step is figuring out what you're going to do when you're going to get there too because otherwise, you know, if my New Year's resolution is just going to the gym more often, I drive by our gym all the time. In fact, the gym I, I go to is right next to Taco Bell. And so I could easily just run across, go in, come out, and get myself a, a burrito supreme and be a happy man, you know. And, and, and you know, so when we talk about resolutions, I, I think there is some reality that there has to be more there than, than meets the eye, you know, some plan to it. You know, I was thinking of Colossians 3.23, you know, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord, not for men. Uh, and I was thinking about, you know, really when we talk about an idea of a resolution, um, does it matter? I mean, what's the God part of that, right? If we're making this commitment, whatever it is, what part does God play, not just in our resolutions, let's broaden this a little bit since obviously we're not big resolution people, <laughs> but, you know, we, we do make goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what part does God play in those goals, in their success, their failure? And by the way, the grace— to not give up, but maybe press on when we do fail. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is I think just prayerfully approach these types of goals in life. And so one thing, uh, back up to the New Year's question, one thing I have done, and I haven't done it every year, but one thing I have done going into a new year, and this was thought of ahead of time, it wasn't like I decided New Year's Eve night, but was to have like a, a verse for the year. Um, I didn't do it last year, you know, COVID messed everything up, but, um, you know, I did it uh, the year before. It was from Psalms, you know, taste and see that the Lord is good was my my verse. And the goal was, you know, I wanted to be more intentional about recognizing the glory of God everywhere all the time and and even in the mundane things and all that stuff. And, And so for that, for me, that you know, I, I read that verse every morning, and every and it was just a reminder every day that you know where is God at in the everyday stuff, and and so you know where do our where does God fit into our goals? You know, if we approach Him prayerfully, then you know God's kind of leading us and guiding us to what these should be. You know, God honoring things. That's good. So, That's good. Yeah. yeah, it reminds me of Nehemiah when he goes to make his ask uh, to the king, who wasn't even. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar, who wasn't even a, a believer at that point, but the amount of hours and days that Nehemiah spent in prayer leading up to this one thing, um, I think is in, in partnership with this is that, you know, resolution or not, goals or not, like you said, if you set something up and you go into it cold, the the chance of success is so much slimmer, so much smaller then if you really do a prep work of prayer and consideration and just the, you know, like you said with the workouts, just the fact of what workout are you going to do? Um, you know, we take that when we apply that into either our spiritual lives or our daily lives, it's, well, what what workouts are you going to do to stretch, to grow whatever you're doing? Um, and you're not going to be, it's going to be hard to do that if you don't go into it with a ton of prep work and prayer and all these types of things. And so yeah, can you imagine I'm gonna learn a new language? Yeah. Awesome, you know. 
That's easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, And that's so, and so we probably do a disservice to uh, resolutions or goals saying like, because they're so big. Some of them can be so big and hefty of like, you know, I'm going to try to say, I'm going to try to put, you know, $500 of my paycheck away every month, you know? And you're like, okay, that's an awesome goal. How are you going to do that? Well, you know, have you planned on how to do that? Is that just yeah, a number Yeah, the reality is if you're not putting away $10. Right. How are you going to do that? You're probably not jumping that far. Mm-hmm. Most people aren't doing that. Some yeah. may. I mean, there's some like sure. ultra disciplined in certain areas who may. But most – so I would encourage if, if people are out there and they're getting ready to make their New Year's resolution or already have made one, put some bite-sized – yeah, mile markers on that Those thing. Are big. Some things that you can you can you can celebrate as you're doing them. So I, I made a joke about going to the gym, but if getting in the door is your first mile mark, I'm all for that. And if you mm-hmm. can see me, I just stepped in the gym first time in years. And that's something. To, that's something to celebrate. If you stop there, it's not. Yeah, you know, people do that every day when they're just going and seeing how much it is to join the gym. But but so that's not the the, the only but but you could celebrate. That's my yeah. first step. I'm going to join a gym. I'm going to get to the gym, and then you start saying, "I'm going to mm-hmm. have someone help me put a workout together." Yeah, I'm going to do a workout. You know, I'm going to do a workout every day. I'm going to exercise an hour a day. If you're not exercising right now at all, you're not doing it an hour a day. But man, if you could just figure out, man, I'm going to do a half an hour a few times a week, and then work your way into this thing. You know, it's amazing. I think we we oftentimes like totally overestimate what we can do in a year. But underestimate what we could do in five, you yeah. know, and, and and so making sure that when we're planning things, uh, whether it be in our marriage or, or as a parent or just just man life goals, yeah, that we actually prayerfully, I love that that's come up quite a few times. Prayerfully look at that, um, but also um, uh, that we're asking God give us some wisdom on how to put some steps together. Talk to people who are doing it. How did yeah. you get into it? You hit on a good part of accountability. I think a lot of times, like we tried uh, over this past year as a little a group of guys on staff to do this health kick thing to just, you know, there wasn't necessarily big goals put into place, but more so of just like an encouragement group of like, hey, try to be, you know, healthier and all. And obviously it was, there was some success there, but there was about also, a month. for about a month, <laughs> but there was some, there was also some of the, there was a little bit of the, you know, you come in and you're like, Hey, I didn't see you, you know, did you work out or, you know, how, how's it going? Stuff like that. So there is that part of accountability of, of having somebody alongside you who's either really good at it or who's just going to be really good at keeping you focused on that goal or that task you're trying to achieve. Cause they'll offer the, the little successes as well. Cause they will be an encouragement to you. And, and I like, uh, Chris talked about, you know, a verse, you know, and I think sometimes as as believers, we can, you know, if, and Chris, I know you're in the Bible a lot, so this doesn't apply to you. But I mean, like, if you've never, ever read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, by the way, I encourage you to do it. If you're a believer, that, that's worth doing. But there's great resources to do that. But maybe you start with saying, I'm going to pick a verse. And maybe it's not even for the year. I'm going to pick a verse of the month. And every morning, I'm just going to read that verse and ask God to, to help me, you know, understand that verse and walk that verse and meditate on that verse throughout the day. And, you know, I just think it's it's so important that we, we you yeah, know, we want to be stretched, but not so far that we get disappointed or give up on, on goals altogether and our spiritual growth altogether. I think uh, when we make these goals that are almost unattainable and we experience failure, failure is powerful. It is, absolutely. And so then we look at that failure and we give it all up. 
instead of having just those little goals, like you said, which are so, so, so important, and none is too small. And to be able to celebrate those along the way, because the journey is up and down, but the trajectory is up. And so if we can look at that trajectory and not stay focused on the failures, it's a tremendous help. And maybe that's why New Year's resolutions are so difficult because we see a brand new year and we think this big brand new goal rather than looking at the bite size and and the planning. Yeah, failures can be devastating and they can also be a great learning experience. And we get to choose which they're going to be. And sure. if they're a learning experience and we get back up and we, we either readdress the plan, maybe the plan wasn't good, you know, or, or, we, or we get back on the plan, you know. Uh, you know, it's, it's like, you know, if, if, you haven't, if you've been working out and you haven't worked out for a week and just give up on working out, well, no, 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 just get back in there. Mm-hmm. You know, just get up and get in there. Doing something is better than doing nothing. And, and, you know, and, that, and that's true, I think, even spiritually, as we talk about getting in Scripture, right? Doing something is better than nothing. Yep. And, and so, you know, someone says, well, 10 minutes isn't a lot of time. I remember when I was a student pastor, we put together 10-minute uh, devotionals. Uh, we thought, you know, they can do it within 10 minutes. And, and we had a critic who said, well, they need to be spending more time in a word than that. And I said, but, it, but it's 10 minutes longer than most of them have ever spent in a word. And if they, if they could have a 10-minute time just before they went off to school in the Word and they have that success, my, my belief is they're, they're going to get um, almost in a positive way addicted to it. And, and they're going to want to dig in more. But, but to, to but, you know, throw out at them, and you need to spend an hour when they're not spending anything, that's, that's just setting them up for, for failure. And we always said to them, if you miss a week, you know, everyone's like, well, i got to catch up. No, no, just start with the next one. You know, start with that day. Go move forward. And if you're like me, who's, who likes to check off the list, that's hard. That's hard. If I miss a day, I want to make up. If I miss a week, I want to make up. And, and I've just found over time, I've got to get over that because that that'll that'll paralyze you too. Now, now all of a sudden, <laughs> your your small goal has become this huge goal, and it's it's become more about checking it off the list than self betterment. Yeah, I like what Chris said about the scripture as well. You know, because I think we'll read a scripture. And forget that it can go so much deeper in our lives. You know, you can open God's Word on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday every day, and that same scripture scripture can teach you something different about your life today. You know, how you're living today, and God can bring it up again and again and again. If it was just up to us, you're right. One scripture may not teach us um, what we desire to know, but it's not up to us. You know, God is playing a huge part of that, the major role in that, and he is teaching you every day. And yeah. and when you lean into him, he will just open so many opportunities and doors. And it and it can start with something small. And, and the spiritual disciplines aren't an end in themselves. And, and I think that that's something that, that has become a trap in Christendom. You know, why well, I prayed this morning. Well, did you? Because prayer is a communication with God. And so just because you spent time voicing things doesn't necessarily mean you prayed. Um, sometimes we talk at people, and we should never really just talk at God. Mm-hmm. You know, reading Scripture is the same thing. You know, well, I spent an hour reading Scripture this morning. Well, that's great, but was it devotional? Was it, was it you know, it's not an end of itself. It's not why I got done reading that chapter, and I get to check that off. You know, and, and what Chris was talking about, I think, is, is, is that devotional life that says, no, it's not about knowing this verse. It's not about being able to recite this verse. It's allowing the Word of God to become a part of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what mm-hmm. the spiritual disciplines are all about, you know. And I think of um, 
Oh, Brother Lawrence wrote the book, you know, Practicing the Presence of God, I think. Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, he says, you know, he, he's in a monastery. He's not a monk, but he's there, right? I forget right. what his position was. But he says, you know, when he had his formal times of prayer, he never knew what to say. But throughout the day, he prayed. And it's a book talking about how do you pray throughout the day, you know, just in the, in the, in the ins and outs of life. And and I, I was fascinated by that book. Not that I find it difficult to pray during a quote-unquote prayer time, but just this broader understanding of, no, God's with you all the time. And that quick prayer that comes to your mind is as important as whatever lengthy prayer may be in the morning, if it's done as a communication with God. And I think, you know, back to resolutions, they're only as good as they're going to better your life. If it's a resolution that's going to make you less or, or, or going to somehow undermine your, your confidence, then, then why do it? You know, yeah. I think our goals are the same way. Our goals should stretch us, but I think, I think they're individualized to a certain extent of how God's wired us and, you know, what the Lord wants. I, I think Chris, you said right, praying, right? Yeah. This idea of praying for these things and, and allowing God to give wisdom in that. Mm-hmm. Unpack that for a little bit, Chris, because you know you you sort of brought that up, right? And be prayerful about these things. Sure. You know, and the idea of whether it's a resolution, goal, whatever you want to call the thing, we have this new beginning. It's a new year. Mm-hmm. What's that look like? I think. You know, looking at the New Year as a new beginning, I think it, it reveals that people people desire to have something to put their hope in. People want something to be hopeful about and put their hope and trust into. And, you know, we were creating God's image, and, and so that's in every single person. You know, that's in our DNA to, to have that desire. And, you know, our hope, sitting around the table, we're all pastors and, and everything, our hope is that people recognize that... God is the greatest source of hope and who we should put putting our hope into. And and so something like finding a verse or, or, you know, spending time in God's Word, what that does is it increases our awareness of God and it opens us up more and more to God and who He is and what He can do in our lives, what He is doing in our lives. And I think that's, you know, that's something that is revealed through this whole trend of, of New Year's resolutions and looking at, you know, putting your hope in a calendar date that it's just all of a sudden going to, you know, make something magical happen, that's misplaced hope, honestly, you know, and instead let's put our hope in God and, and see where that takes us. Yeah, there's a, um, a Japanese proverb that says, you know, tomorrow is a promissory note mm-hmm. and yesterday is already a, a, a cash check. Mm-hmm. You know, today's the only day you really have. And, and I think, you know, whether it be the new year, a birthday, or every morning, mm-hmm. uh, we're given this new opportunity uh, with God. And if we could see that, then the failure of yesterday can be moved on from. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to fear the failure of tomorrow because we don't even know if that's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today, today, you know, we can be prayerful and say, Lord, today, let's, let's you know, I want to journey with you. You've invited me on this journey. I want to journey with you. And just be mindful of that throughout the day. Well, as, as we talk about Resolutions, right? We're talking about resolutions and those type of things, but let's let's sort of broaden it. You know, it's 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 a new year, it's a new year, and uh, who knows what this new year is going to bring us? I think uh, as of a couple of years ago, I think I, I I realized, wow, you know, the things that you never dreamt can be part of your year, uh, and still linger, by the way, as part of our years. Um, but uh, but as we're as we're venturing into this new year, you know, twenty twenty two. Um, Ryan, what would be your final thoughts? What would be your words to those who are listening to the podcast? Yeah, I'm. All I can think about right now is like intentionality of you know goals and stuff like that. But 
you know, truly living your life with intentional purpose and intentionality in wanting to grow or wanting to see goals come to fruition or, you know, betterment of family relationships, whatever it is, is that, you know, just what's on my mind is that if you're not intentional about it, the, the chance of it coming to fruition is small. And so whether that looks like with more prayer or more, you know, little bite-sized goal pieces that you have to place in front of you to understand that the road is going to be an up and down, but the trajectory is up. And so understanding that when you're intentional and that you are constantly living in that mindset of, okay, I understand that I'm going to fail at some points. I understand that this is going to happen, but if I can keep reminding myself and hitting these goals and being prayerful and being and living in this moment and not living in tomorrow or just loathing and thinking about what I've missed, then all of a sudden you probably, your road to success is going to feel one, a lot smoother, but two, you're going to see more, you know, ample success because you're focusing on intentionality in every single aspect that you're doing in regards to any type of goal or, you know, like resolution, if that's what you're, this new year is going to be for you. That's good. That's good, Betty. You know, uh, throughout the years, there's been so many different goals that I've accomplished and some that I have not accomplished. None of them made me joyful if you will. And so I think sometimes at the new year, we think, well, if I can just get this done, if I can just lose the weight, if I can just be healthier, if I can just do this, then life is going to change. And I've been on all spectrums of that, you know, and it didn't make a difference. I mean, of course, it makes a difference in my life, but it didn't, it wasn't the true joy. And so I think if we start to recognize where the true joy lies, some of those other things will start to fall into place because I'll have more contentment in my life. And then I'll be able to move forward with that contentment, not out of fear and anguish and anxiety and, you know, all of that. So recognizing where the true joy comes from. That's good. I would kind of go back to what I shared earlier about the about what you're placing your hope in, you know. And so anyone, if there's anyone listening to podcasts who has not made that decision to put their hope in God, I'm assuming you've put your hope into a whole lot of other things or a whole lot of other people by now. Um, and we look at the new year as an opportunity for new hope and new opportunities. Well, give God a chance, you know. Just give God a chance. What have you got to lose at this point, you know? <laughs> so. You know, it's, it's interesting. He says, taste me, t- test me and see. Yeah. He's talking about, you know, and, and, and I, I, yeah, mm-hmm. triple dog dare anyone out there to take Chris up on yeah. that challenge. That's, that's, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, 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 if we put our, yeah, we, if we're putting our hope in people, I mean, people are going to fail. And we fail ourselves. Yeah. If you're putting your hope in yourself. I mean, anything but God, right? God yeah. is the only perfect so if you yeah, if you get disappointed in people, I can promise you you won't be disappointed in what God's doing yeah. and can do. A verse sometimes is often uh, misquoted is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. But as I think of starting out a new year, um, I think of the words of God to Jeremiah. It says, uh, "The Lord declares, I have plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future." And I, I just I, I would just encourage you out there that that doesn't mean that this year may not be a difficult year. Uh, in fact, there's going to be some difficulty, uh, no matter what type of year you have. Uh, we have challenges. We, we definitely um, will always have challenges this side of paradise. That's why paradise is paradise. We won't have them there. Uh, but, but I want to encourage you that God does have a preferred plan for us. 
And if there's been a theme as we've been talking about goals and resolutions, it, it's it's it, we use the word prayerful, but maybe maybe you don't understand what we mean by prayerful. You know, I don't know what your understanding is of of, of sort of what I like to call Christianese. But what we're really talking about is what Chris was talking about, trusting in Christ and allowing him to direct our steps. And, and I would just encourage you, and that's not something you do alone. Obviously, it's something you do with the Lord, but it's also something you do with other believers. And if you're a part of Crosswinds, you know, I hope if you're not a part of a small group that you will become a part of a small group. If you've never been discipled, you'll be a part of a one-on-one discipleship relationship. If you've never discipled anyone, and how many people have said to me, I'm not ready to disciple someone. Yes, you are. Uh, one-on-one discipleship relationship. I mean, there is ways in which to, to grow in Christ. If you're not a regular attender, and a regular attender is weekly, by the way, except for vacations and stuff, be a regular attender. And by the way, if you're not a part of Crosswinds, and maybe you're not even in our area, um, Find a Bible-believing church and, and, and pour in there and, and pour yourself in there. Let them pour into you and grow together. I have people say, well, how do I know if it's a Bible-believing church? Ask them if they believe that the Bible is the literal Word of God. Uh, that would be the, the first step. Are they teaching that? Are, are, they, are they trusting in God's Word as written, not, not as they want it to be? Um, and if you have any questions on that, crosswinds.church. Uh, send it out to us. We'd love to help you find a church right where you're at. Thank you for listening to our podcast. I do want to say uh, Happy New Year uh, to you. Uh, God has plans for you, as, as he stated uh, to Jer- through Jeremiah, plans to prosper you. What's that mean, prosper you in him? And uh, wherever you find yourself, I want you to know that, um, that we want you to be blessed and bless others, that God blesses us to bless others. You say, well, I don't have much to offer. You have more to offer than you ever could dream. And us plus God is always a majority. So I hope you uh, come and listen to us next week as we continue our podcast. Uh, If you need to know anything, reach out to us about Crosswinds, uh, crosswinds.church. But Happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year. Mm -hmm.